It's Wednesday, July 12th, 2017. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast, a daily encouragement to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. This daily podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services, and I'm coming to you today from Birmingham, Alabama. And today we have a special guest that is here on the podcast, Beth Stanley. And around these parts, we like to call her Sassy Beth Stanley. (laughs) Uh, She is a light and a joy and has been with Lifeline for almost six years. And the work that she has done here is just amazing, as we have seen so many children adopted into homes from Latin America. Beth is our Latin American program director. She oversees all things Latin America and those Mm -hmm. countries. But really, what the the country that the Lord recently has laid on her heart is the country of Colombia. And so almost a year ago now, Beth had the opportunity to be able to go and live full-time in Colombia and has been working specifically with our team in Colombia to really enhance our program, a program that was really already growing and such a great opportunity for engagement and for adoption. But we have just really seen that program flourish and opportunities flourish. And so I thought it would be awesome for Beth just to update us on what's going on with the adoption and adoption in Colombia. Certainly, we love all of our Latin American countries, but thought for today, we would really focus in on Colombia. So, Beth, first, what's it like living in Colombia? You know, I think a lot of people may think of Colombia and they think of drug lords and the FARC and all of those things, but it's not like that today. What's it like living in Colombia? And then just start telling us a little bit about adoption and the kids that are available in Colombia. Thank you. Like Herbie said, I'm Beth, and it's just exciting to be here. Um, I have been there for a year now. It's so weird, Uh, but it's amazing. And living in Colombia is just such a sweet blessing and opportunity that um, I'm just continually surprised by every day. Uh, Like you said, there's a reputation (laughs) for Colombia in the past, and I would say it's just so much further than, so much deeper and more than that right now. Um, it's just incredible. The people are such amazing hosts. Um, I'm never without need, whether that be a stranger or person from church or Mm -hmm. even our adoption team, like even the government, like, how are you doing here? Do you need anything? Everyone's just a great, it's a gracious culture. Mm -hmm. And so I think everyone's just got this element of, um, just almost an honor to like host in, it's just been so amazing. There's so much history. There's so much beauty, natural beauty in Colombia. Um, I could get lost exploring every weekend. Like, it's just incredible. And then with the adoption side of things, it's been really neat to be there because I literally get to work with the government and the orphanages and the children every single day. It's been incredible to meet the kids, to hear their dreams, to hear their desires, to hear their stories. Mm-hmm. They're just so open with their stories and um, and their desires to have families and they, they know, they know, you know, what they're missing right now and they want it so deeply. And so just to be able to, to partner and equip and just encourage the people that are on the front line, the government workers at ICBF, the orphanage caretakers that genuinely give everything they have to these kids, um, just to be able to be there and encourage them and say, you know, we want to fight with you and for them to not feel like we're coming against them, but empowering them it's just been really unique and so it's just been really sweet to see that grow I'd say the program in of itself has just grown substantially Mm -hmm. over the last year I I think that's it was in a trend like you said um we do see kiddos of all ages and needs from Columbia it 
really comes down to kiddos with special needs and characteristics, and that can include varying numbers of siblings with or without medical needs. Um, it could be older children, usually about seven years old and older with or without medical mm-hmm. needs. And then um, kids of all ages with medical needs. And those could vary from medically correctable, something like hearing loss, vision loss, stuff like that, all the way to, you know, Down syndrome, mm-hmm. HIV, or something just, you know, some sort of syndrome that might be life inhibiting. So we just see the full spectrum right now in Columbia. And it's the average timeline. I mean, if you're pursuing a waiting child on our list, which you can, you know, go to our website and learn more about our beautiful kiddos. Um it could be about a year to year and a half process. Mm. If you do not have a specific waiting child, it, it may vary between the year to two year mark right now. And I think the neat thing is Josh Caldwell, our international yeah. director, and I were just in Columbia, what, a month <laughs> and a half ago. Yeah. And what Beth is saying is so true. One of the things that we were able to see is that the government right now mm. is very serious about permanence for their yes. children. And, and, and historically, the Colombian program was has kind of been up and down, mm-hmm. uh, really. And, and, and we can appreciate that they were looking for domestic alternatives. But as yeah. they see that a lot of these kids are not having the opportunity to have a domestic mm-hmm. alternative, they are turning to inter-country adoption. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's really uh, had the opportunity even a couple of weeks ago in Denver, Colorado, to mm-hmm. meet with the ICBF director. And she just, yeah. again kept saying how they really, really wanted some of these kids have been mm-hmm. waiting and languishing yeah. to have homes. And they're, they're really serious about it. And I think even as we visited homes, that was the thing is Soraya, as yeah. well as you, Beth, are really well recognized by these mm-hmm. homes. They love you guys. They appreciate you guys. Y'all have really developed a great reputation and you're, you've, you've built a great team on the ground, you and Soraya. Yeah, Soraya is our in-country representative, like Herbie's saying, and she's just precious. She loves the kids. She'll text me at 3 a.m. that she met a child and she's been praying for them and she can't sleep. Or, you know, she's at the airport to greet our families and take them to, well, their version of Walmart. It's called Jumbo. But, I mean, she's just phenomenal. And so we just are really blessed with that, too, like you said. One of the things that we had the opportunity to see when we were there back in May was over and over again, uh, because of this excitement by ICBF and Mm -hmm. some of the you know, the homes, they really want to see opportunities, especially for some of these older kids. And yes. so we've been able to now partner with two of the homes yeah. uh, to be able to see uh, potentially a camp. And mm-hmm. well, not potentially, we're doing yeah. it, right? We're doing a <laughs> right. camp in August yes. and then another camp in October, yeah. uh, one with La Casa and mm-hmm. one with uh, Fauna. And so just tell folks about the camps, how they can yeah. still get engaged either in August or October and kind of what that looks like. Thank you. Yeah, we're super excited um, to be partnering with such incredible homes that have such ginormous hearts for their kids. Um, the first one's going to be August 5th through 19th in Brenham, Texas. And Brenham is a little bit of a smaller town, but it's just outside Houston. So we just keep telling everybody in the greater Houston mm-hmm. region. Um, we're going to all be there for two weeks. Herbie, our director, is coming, and um, our Columbia team is going to be there. And we're partnering with a really great nonprofit here I am, Orphan Ministries. And the goal is going to be of this one, it's a little bit more of a hybrid. Um, it's going to be a hosting, like the traditional mm-hmm. hosting where the children, we have six children coming, um, varying in ages and needs. I think we have them all the way from eight years old to about 15 years mm-hmm. old um, coming and staying with a couple of different families. And so they'll be hosted, but we're going to have some different activities in between. So, for example, like August 12th, we're going to have a cookout and it's just going to be a community-wide event just to kind of 
bring everyone together and um, just love on the kiddos. And so people can come out to the camp in August 12th or like the, the cookout August 12th or um, yeah, they're just going to be here for two weeks just to learn. The goal is really for these kiddos. The perspective for them is that they're going to be learning about American culture, Texas culture, um, Texas food. Cause you know, it's super good. Um, things like that. And so they're just going to be, it's going to be a learning experience the goal is also for them to see a healthy dynamic of a family and start being prepared emotionally and psychologically of what that would look like. Um, I would say most of our families are seeking to adopt the children. There's a couple that are hosting to advocate. Mm-hmm. So you're going to turn around and see us turn, like turning around and advocating for these kids um, as soon as we get to know them a little better and get to see them here. Um, then the one in Birmingham, Alabama will be October 8th through 18th, and that's going to be a traditional camp. So we are um, bringing, we hope, about 15 children, uh, varying genders, ages, needs. Um, We are still in the process of getting the files to know which children. So y'all can be praying for that, for wisdom and just excitement as we receive their files. Um, But we are just going to be, again, exposing them to American culture, Southern culture. We're going to have an opportunity to share the gospel in both camps with them especially in the camp because we're going to be in and out with them 24-7. And so they're going to go through what are American holidays and what are um, things we do in Alabama, and they're going to get to take them to parks and stuff. So we are really excited to have all of these kiddos here and just learning more about the South and the Lord. Um, We love these camps because, it's like you said, it's a great opportunity for people who Mm – you know, may not even know if they're called to adopt, to get engaged with some of these kids, to see their personalities, and really to live out James 127 without having to get on a plane, but being able to come to Birmingham and Mm -hmm. love on kids and Mm -hmm. show them the love of Christ and love of the gospel. So, and and just really segue and kind of closing out, Mm -hmm. you know, there are folks that they they hear Columbia and and the Lord swells something in their heart for Mm -hmm. them. And that may not be a calling to actually adopt it may be a calling to come to a camp. It may be a calling to come visit you and Soraya in Columbia. What <laughs> yes. are ways that people can get engaged? Because we totally. also are doing unadopted in Columbia. Completely. So what are ways that people can get engaged with orphan care and out, ways outside of adoption people can we get engaged? We have a lot going on in Columbia. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, you can pretty much pick any way you want to get involved. Obviously praying, um, praying for the team in the country, praying for the kids, um, we're going to send out prayer cards prior to these camps. So if anybody wants to, to be able to see their faces and specifically pray for them, that's our you know number one goal. And then number two, like you said, obviously adoption is a huge way to get involved. Um, number three, we do take teams down to Columbia to work partner uh, with our unadopted program. And there's so many things that we're doing with unadopted and that varies down to helping train caregivers. It varies into uh, we're hoping train foster families. Mm-hmm. The government has talked to us about training foster families mm-hmm. um, all the way to working with kids who are about to age out or who have mm-hmm. aged out to give them life skills, the gospel. So, oh man, there's just so many things um, we can do with the trip. Mm-hmm. So if anybody's interested to contact us for that, and we would be glad to host and coordinate that. And then in addition to that, there's um, just advocacy measures, mm-hmm. spreading the word that there's a giant need in Columbia for um, just orphan care in general, mm-hmm. but especially adoption. Um, for example, we're advocating for a sibling group of eight right now. <laughs> and so um, this will be our biggest challenge yet, but we know the Lord's going to provide for them. And so spreading the word, um, I believe the statistic is 6,000 children could be adopted today in Columbia. 
even though 20,000 are working on their abandonment decrees. Wow. So the matter is there's a, there's a big need. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Giving with the camp, coming and getting and volunteered with camps. We're going to need translators. So if you're bilingual, um, it'll help put the kids at ease pretty quickly. Um, we're going to need volunteers to come teach the lessons. You don't have mm. to speak Spanish to teach the lessons. We'll have translators for you. Um, giving, there's going to be a lot of needs of just providing hygiene items for mm. the kids. Or um, we, we did recently talk about starting a campaign to sponsor a child for camp. Right. Um, so you might be able to sponsor a child. You or your church or your small group like commit to, I think we, we're narrowing it down to the number now, but it might be approximately about $1,500 mm. to bring a child to camp. And that includes everything for their time here and so if you want to get your small group together your church together your family together and y'all commit to raise mm. to a child can come here and learn about the lord there's just so many different ways and you can add if there's anything i'm missing yeah well i think <laughs> certainly uh, sponsoring a kid for camp is just a great way for kids from columbia who have no families and who have no opportunity to be able to come and have a have a two-week time, not where it's a vacation, but where they're really truly learning about the Lord, they're learning about American culture, and ultimately they're having an opportunity for a family. You know, this summer, I know several families will send their kids to summer camps and will spend a whole lot more than $1,500, but $1,500 to give a kid from Columbia an opportunity of a lifetime is certainly worth doing. And so we're grateful uh, for Sassy Beth and for everything that she does, and just want to reiterate Columbia is such a beautiful country. The people yeah. are beautiful, and the Lord is doing great and amazing things. And so we just want to invite you to get engaged in some way in what's going on in Columbia. The need is great, uh, the people are open, and the gospel is going forth. Thank you for listening to the Defender Podcast. For more information or connect with me, please visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit LifelineChild.org. Follow us on Twitter by going to Twitter.com backslash LifelineChild or connect with us on Facebook by searching for LifelineChild. And for more information about how you can get engaged with Lifeline and even specifically Columbia, you can email us directly at info at LifelineChild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel through you to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the followers. We'll see you again tomorrow for the Defender Podcast.